You guys ready for my intro? Yes. Yes. It's going to be pretty good. Just, just going to say that. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yep. I smell snow. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> It's all just a big pile of bullshit. Emily, this language, where is it coming from? We can use the F word on this, right? Are, we're allowed we to better swear be now? able to. Dude, oh, yeah, this, after this is After Dark. Episode. Yeah, we should be able to do that. We're on the After Dark episode. I'd just like to apologize for how many times you could probably hear us pouring wine during the well, can I say that we've moved on to the second bottle I specifically <laughs> chose because of its name. This one is called the Div- Divining Rod. And if that's not a euphemism for pencil, I don't know what is. <laughs> Tim, do you want to uh, do you want to stick around or do you need to get going? Tim. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's time I did it on purpose. <laughs> I might need to dip out at some point if it goes a little long, just because like I gotta be. No worries. You at should. School what if we like, limit ourselves? You should like fifteen or twenty minutes, like but just eight. talk really fast. <laughs> just try to get in some pop culture references and. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a space pan. It's my fat, weird fucking husband who's got one in his pocket, but it never falls out. Season <laughs> 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 two, episode four. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there like a way that we could officially kick off this after dark? I mean, I, I was planning on just I like mean, going straight into the conversation. <laughs> you should like plug in Emily saying bullshit, 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 and then using a T word to refer to a per- uh, part of the woman's body that I went to a girl's school and can't say out loud on a podcast. <laughs> Um, if you can find me a, a video or an audio clip of Emily doing that, I'll be happy to make that like lead, lead us in that way. Could you make it bullshit, my ringtone? Bullshit, bullshit. at it. Yeah, just read That's it. inappropriate. What if you're in the shop like an old lady in that? I will explain that it's Emily Gilmore and she can bite her tongue. Just kidding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, I was salivating uh, up if her using the F word. Like, <laughs> literally, I'm like, please say it. She didn't. So, <laughs> They, oh, let Luke say, they didn't let Luke do anything else. He could have at least said fuck. Like, hey, fuck this. What's your, your Wi-Fi right. password? Luke is fuck such a you. square. He is such a square. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to like start from a beginning point. Yeah. Like how stupid that the room. Was. How did everybody feel overall? <laughs> One word. How bad was the opening scene? The worst. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, um, how much did you almost turn the fucking thing off after you saw that? Oh, I definitely I, did. Oh, I didn't. Can, <laughs> can I say though, really fast, that that opening scene, first of all, that like the acting seemed almost like cringeworthy to me. Yeah. But I, I, I took it as a kind of like endearing thing. Like I thought, like oh, like they've been away for like pretty much a decade. Like this, mm-hmm. like this is this is them trying to get adjusted to being like. They normal, had a like, hard in time Stars Hollow again, like falling into the character. Yeah, and I yeah. thought I thought that that seemed really natural. Like it, it did make me cringe. Believe me, it did. But like I, I didn't. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. That's what my, t- my wife was putting that pointing that out about how it seemed laid on so thick, like they were overacting. But at the same time, we thought it might have been on purpose. Like they're like, people have been waiting for this, so let's just start out by giving them like the extreme dose. Of, yeah. like, I feel like 
tears. Way. It's like Gilmore I Girls. And then way. kind of settle in because they wanted to make it something new as well. So they, then yeah. they could settle into something else. So. Yeah, did it, I did felt anybody like they were very on the nose so they could go straight for the people who are there for the nostalgia? Yeah. Be did like, anybody, oh, remember this? Did anybody miss the theme song? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I assume that like there was a purposeful reason they didn't have it there. Maybe like they it seems like Carol King would give them rights to it since she was like on the season. But well, yeah. she was in so much of it too. Yeah, that whole, right. Yeah. Whole episode then, which was amazing, which kind of made up for it almost. Yeah. yeah. They used it though at the end of the fourth one, didn't they? That was a little weird. Oh, did yeah. they? Oh, uh, maybe they saved it. it yeah. And then right. also Carol King's daughter, who she sings it with, and the theme song was like that, like second bard that. Uh, of the other troubadour, oh. yeah, the other troubadour that, yeah. that he chases that gets away, chased away yeah. by yeah. her brother. Yeah, I liked that throwback. That was yeah. A... Um, what was I going to mention? So the painting. oh wait, can yeah oh can I address another elephant first because I feel like we yes. might forget this one more than the painting. Okay, Mr. Kim. Oh, that I actually yeah. yelled yes. out loud. I when I had Thanksgiving this year, we had a very unusual Thanksgiving in the Weaver family. I went to Cleveland <laughs> to my mother's house, but um, my mother invited my boyfriend's parents, who she's never met. They're Colombian. They live in Texas. Um, we road tripped from New York City. We drove the eight hours to Cleveland in a minivan. <laughs> we fed my sister, my best friend, and her boyfriend. None of them watched Gilmore Girls except anyone with the last name Weaver. So nobody <laughs> understood how important this was. And my, I was staying in an Airbnb with Fed and his parents, and my family got up at 7 a.m. to watch Gilmore Girls, <laughs> and I didn't leave the Airbnb yet. So by the time I made it there in the afternoon, they had watched the whole thing. What? <laughs> Rude. And they watched the whole thing without me, and they were very kind about it, though. They told me, they were like, don't worry, we watched this knowing that we were going to very willingly watch it again with you from start to finish, and... Um, right before the Mr. Kim thing happened, like probably 10 seconds before all three of them said to me, they were like, Oh, like pay attention right now. <laughs> and that's exactly what I thought in my head. I thought either it's going to be Kirk's mom or it's going to be Mr. Kim. Um, and they ruined it. That is, it is, it's sort of like, you know, people who like have seen a movie before and they just start like chuckling before, before a funny part. Uh, yeah. 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 Like how are you gonna like this? Yeah. I it, it's funny, speaking of speaking of the Kims, um, Lane, like she's always been like considerably older than Rory. And so when she was playing, you know, like a teenager, she was actually in her twenties. She yeah. she's starting to look like a mom. It was amazing how because she <laughs> her character is a mom now. Um and the hell is up with uh what's his name? Her her husband. Zach. Zach. He looks yeah. like, man Zach. He looks like future Biff Tanner from Back <laughs> to the Future. <laughs> Yeah. How the fuck does and he like, look older he than the guy? On, uh, he was on True Blood for a long time. Really? Yeah, he was Terry, who had the PTSD, who later saw some uh, Middle Eastern demons and I think killed himself. Oh my oh, God. God. <laughs> it was a really weird turn of uh, that I felt like really actualized people with PTSD. Yeah. Anyway, but he was on that and he looked great. Yeah. And then he was on this and he looked like. Like, yeah. kind of jumpy. Wait, like, can I run this for a second? Like, people aging in this show before sure. we get into, like, the deep stuff. Oh, yeah. Miss Patty. I did not recognize oh. her. Yeah, she, she lost so much like, weight. I saw oh, that. She's on The Walking Dead for a while, yeah. you know. She, she, she was actually she on that show for a while? 
Yeah. No, that was just a bad zombie joke. Oh, <laughs> she looks like a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's mean. No, but <laughs> I'm sorry. That looked exactly, exactly the, same. the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird how, and then like, um, what's his name? Um, Jess, like, he's like built now. He looks like he should be on a soap. But yeah. his clothes didn't fit. So called yeah. a- Oh my god, my favorite show. This is Us. Does anyone watch that? That's a show he's on right now. He is Mandy Moore's Mm. husband in that show. So it's a soap. It's so it's like I've I've been describing this show. This is this is a new one this season. Like it's a brand new show on NBC. Ten o'clock or nine o'clock on Tuesdays. Um everyone watch it. It seems like in it. It seems like a parenthood replacement. Like it seems like it's Um, that sort of same vibe. Getting at it's it's, mm, sorry. it's parenthood but better. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. watch it, everyone. Yeah. Um, if you like this genre of t- of TV, it's very good. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, and then Lauren Graham and like Alexis Bledel still look exactly the same. Yeah, Lauren insane. Graham looks like uh, exactly the same but with a lot of Botox. Can I yeah, wait? I have eyebrows. something to say about this because I'm reading her memoir right now. Okay. Um, she has a f- memoir. Yes, that's what I'm reading right now. She's a novel called, too, um, isn't she? She wrote a novel. I that was which, a joke. It's like a teen novel, or I don't know. It's like yeah, she's she's written a novel, but she also has a book called "Talking as Fast as I Can," which came out in <laughs> November, and that's the book what? I'm reading right now. And I'm like a third into it. It's very funny. I feel like Lorelai is talking to me, but she has addressed the plastic surgery thing though, and she is very against plastic surgery. And Caitlin and I talked about this when the show first came out, and. Because After reading this and Googling images of her now, I think her face just started sagging like it does when you're old. Like, yeah. I don't I don't believe anymore that she's, like, actually done anything to her face. I think it's just kind of saggy. Yeah. And I thought, having watched... <laughs> season, I don't know if it's better. The series finale of, 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 of season seven, like, the literal series finale, and immediately jumping into the new stuff, like, I felt like her face looked very jarring. Yeah. And like, whatever she's her age, she can do whatever yeah. the hell she wants to her face. Yeah. More power to her. She does look great. I just thought, I don't know, it did look like eyebrow. Yeah, I don't think she's done anything. I don't know. I believe her. I'm also a sucker for this stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. But. So, so a big thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about um, is just this like theme of Rory and her career. Oh, and I thought oh, you were going to say Corey and Paul because oh, no, my God. The, that was oh, the yeah. meanest. <laughs> it was super general, mean. Corey's storyline was the worst. Um, so, it was the worst. So, Caitlin, I know you you have been a freelance writer, right? Yeah. And so I know that you like, you know, you write one article for The Atlantic or The New York or whatever, and you're just like jet setting back and forth from London and back. <laughs> I was like, not that kind of freelance writer. Like that, uh, <laughs> So I just like it almost made me angry, like how they portrayed freelance writing. <laughs> just yeah. like she's like yeah. co- she's coasting on like these two articles that she wrote, and she wrote something for like the on the town section of the New Yorker. So like super short, yeah. um, or no talk about town. That's what it was. Well, it 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 was really upsetting to me that like it was really telling of how privileged Rory is. Yeah, basically that she was holding out for all of these extreme opportunities yeah. without really having done the work. And like, she got she got like that website was like trying to get her to write for them and she was yeah. like, Oh no, I can't she told debase me to myself. That interview. Yeah. And then like she went off to like go talk to Dr. River Song and Oh that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I I was just like, she was like going back and forth to London. I was like, she's sold like three stories. Like, how is she, how is she a this? Yeah, and then like the whole thing, yeah, her whole yeah, story is so naive. Yeah, and I guess like that's, she, I guess that's maybe carried over from like the old show. Like maybe that was yeah. that was part of it because she is like both of them are really naive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did think that like Paris was like amazing. Oh, Paris. Was yeah, the she best. was awesome. Yeah. She Paris is sorry. Yeah, no. She's second only to Emily. Yeah. And <laughs> beauty and guts. Yeah. She her showed life. some kind of unexpected depth as an adult. Like I like the little things yeah. they threw in about her. Having like she has her like a PhD, she's a lawyer, and yeah. she's like a she has her uh, MD yeah. <laughs> degree. Mm-hmm. Like she's yeah, done, she's done everything. But then that scene where she's in the bathroom, she opens up the empty briefcase and like <laughs> yeah. terrifies all the kids in the classroom. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, I, I thought I liked her her uh, storyline, and then I liked the the shtick with her house being seven stories high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't go upstairs. Up like, upstairs. Upstairs? No, 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 not upstairs. Not upstairs. <laughs> I get that. I, I live in a, I live in a townhouse. I, li- I mean, obviously I don't own the whole townhouse like her, but I live on the top floor of an old townhouse. I yeah. get that. I totally get that struggle. Like I have to, my neighbor below me has a bench outside. Sometimes I stop and take a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you, That's do you, you take up all seven floors of the of the townhouse no. okay no i don't know how i could possibly ever need that much <laughs> pencils a good business but Par- but paris does i yeah. get it i get my paris does paris is that great juxtaposition of a, a human being who's incredibly successful but also like still deep down a human even when she doesn't want to admit it yeah yeah it's great for that yeah, yeah. um everyone needs a paris in their life <laughs> i loved uh I loved the enormous painting of Richard. <laughs> line yes. of story. I yeah. thought that was late and I'm glad they didn't drag it on. It was just like that scene and, and just the, it just seemed, it was kind of a super, maybe a little bit of a heavy handed metaphor for, for uh, Emily being just like totally lost in some sense yeah. Like, uh, or, or easily well, getting mixed up on things or just kind of like having her brain in a bunch of different places. Cause she's trying to figure this all out. When it, so it might've been a little heavy handed, but I think it landed for yeah. me. Well, it's kind of like about her being human and making mistakes. Right. Cause she like didn't yeah. order that size, but she's like, Oh, I wanted it to be this big. And, yeah. and the payoff at the end when, yeah. when Lorelai opens the, the package of the, the replacement was. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Payoff. That's, that was the most pivotal moment in the whole series to me like i feel like that's when i started crying yeah she went off and like worked in the whaling museum <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the sneakers that was amazing oh yeah God. the sneakers and the so like good. yeah stabbing and the oh, that was yeah. so good johnny how much did you love emily telling the whaling stories <laughs> i have a harpoon tattoo now if there is an elephant in the room um with with Emily, though, I feel like it is sort of like it's Johnny's just, like, obsession with her. Well, there's that. That's Johnny's elephant. Well, there's obsession. There's love. You know, well, <laughs> well, the one I think is that it, it's a little bit of like extra racism on her part. Like there's always yeah. been and there's always been sort of like, oh, like I don't understand these people. And like it's like a, I mean, it's just part of being like an old white lady in Connecticut. Right. But like did and the it, tone of that was very weird. It was really weird. And it was supposed to be like like funny because like often you know her maids are like disposable to her and everything but 
you guys, you guys, they're all living in her house. You guys saw that that her that Berta is uh, gypsy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was really. I completely. I didn't see that until after when I was like looking at IMDb. Like I was like, whoa, it was. Another thing about (laughs) Emily, I feel like they, I feel like they could have done a lot more with the, the idea of her and Lorelai going to therapy together. Yeah, I feel like that could have been. And I, when I found that out, like when we sort of realized that happened, you know, at the end of the episode, when Luke says you're going to therapy with your mom, like when that landed, it's like, oh, this is going to be amazing. (laughs) But then it was like five scenes of them sitting in silence. Yeah, it was. I did like the somewhere. I did like the montage where at one point they were just like hysterically like in tears, laughing about something, and then they were back to being cold again. That (laughs) was that that was pretty good. Yeah, I was honestly like as somebody who's gone to therapy a little bit mad about how they handled that with yeah. the therapist like joining was, the musical theater yeah. and then yeah. her entire career is dismissed. Yeah. yeah. That's not how therapy goes in real life. Yeah. Not, yeah. not even remotely close. Yeah. I get it was funny, but that's but not even real. It doesn't help any have do anything to help the stigma against mental health. Yeah. No, no but can, yeah. can we really, can we talk about the musical? Oh, first? the musical. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Hamil- the Hamilton of Stars Hollow. And Kirk's movie. Oh my god! Also, can I? I have a really brief segue up into this. Um, so the star of the musical was Sutton Foster. Yeah, um, she was an actual. She's a real life Broadway star. She's also in the TV show called Younger. Um, she stars in that show with Hilary Duff. Um, and it's a really what? good show. It's on TV Land every Wednesday night. Um. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just as a person who watches that show on my lunch break while I'm doing emails, probably to people who are listening to this after dark <laughs> episode. Um, that's what I'm watching on my lunch break. Um, it's a really good show. And it was really jarring and really weird to see her in Gilmore Girls as a Broadway star doing a, like a small town yeah. um, stage show. It was She's really, really boots. weird. She, <laughs> she is, was... But she is actually Kinky Boots. Yeah. Um, she was yeah, yeah. Kinky Boots. <laughs> I, I don't know she if was, you knew she about She was on uh, Sesame Street, too. Oh yeah, no, she's like really well known in like the musical theater scene. Yeah, there's yeah, a lesser known Lauren Graham book that I just added to the Google Doc. You might want to a lesser known Google. Yeah, one of her Lauren Graham's early early works that her novel. What? It's called uh, like someday, someday, something. Um, no, no, it's not that. <laughs> uh, but there's oh my God. Different, a different Lauren Graham, but there's a book that's called Seriously Cancer. I do not have time for this by, <laughs> by Lauren Graham, but Amazon lumps it together with her two other books. It says frequently bought together. Seriously <laughs> Cancer and talking as fast as I can and someday, someday, maybe. <laughs> so, the, the, the great like yeah. try triumph. Thank, thank you, automated thing. <laughs> Amazon. Oh, Algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was, so I guess we can go ahead and this, this is going to be spoilers, but we can go ahead and spoil, talk about the fact that Rory's going to have Chewbacca's baby. Uh, <laughs> no. I was thinking we could just avoid wait, this and pretend like it didn't wait, happen. Chewbacca or Logan's? Uh, <laughs> the oh, Chewbacca guy with the one night That was like two episodes back, which was like six months ago. So that's true. It can't be that, right? Is that she's having Logan's baby. Or she's the surrogate for Lorelai and Luke. No. That's no. <laughs> Your baby. You saw how brother. No. No. <laughs> I think 
be real though. Like your, seriously, your daughter's aunt and who are we talking about though? Sorry. That could be real. Don't even pretend like it couldn't be. It totally could be. <laughs> yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, or it could I, be Logan. I still, I, I always thought I was team Jess and I think I'm still team Jess, but this series really made me realize how much I still love Logan. Yeah. I was definitely this series team Logan. Like I was, I guess never team anybody like for a little while team Dean, but that that's not anything anymore. Nope. Nope. Ugh. Hey folks. Hey, yeah. put in. I'm going to bed. So okay. enjoy the rest Night. of the conversation. Night. Peace out. out here. It's been awesome talking Night. to you. Talk to you soon. See ya. But like if, I don't team, know. if Logan and Rory were meant to be anything. Yeah. Why would he st- still keep like hiding her? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's a continuation of, like, what. And I totally get that Logan is her Christopher. I know that that's, like, a thing that Logan comes from money, but he doesn't want to come from money. And, like. Can we just read what Courtney just wrote in this Mixler? Presumably she's got it all right. Logan is now her Christopher, and just pining through the window is probably her Luke. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. So what we're saying is. Courtney, are you on Skype? Do you have Skype on Can your Can we get computer? Courtney in on this? Yeah. If you, uh, if you are, hop on Skype. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry it's... that ambulance was coming down our street. <laughs> um, um, hey, Johnny. Johnny later, you and I can have a conversation about Gilmore Girls that will probably be on the same level. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, well, like clearly what? Johnny and I didn't love it. Okay, can I say, though? I just want to say It was say fucking something. horrible. Okay, I know. Oh, I know you think that. Can I say something for a second? Say it. Okay. Um, Gilmore Girls, like, the Gilmore Girls re- revival was not the same as the original Gilmore Girls, but... It, all it was meant to be was to be a nostalgia trip. It was never going to be the same thing. And I think, like, I don't know. Like, I I mean, I, when I went into it with my sister and my mom having watched the whole thing ahead of me, and I was I was so angry at them. I was really, really mad. I even, like, told them that I hated them, which is really mean. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think this is a really big deal in my family. I grew up in, like, a single mother household with, like, a sister and a brother. And, like, this is the thing we did every Thursday night. And um i was really mad at them and they both told me that they thought that i was going to think that the ending about the entire series was appropriate they didn't say it was amazing they didn't say like anything else anything like exclamatory about it they just said that they thought that it was appropriate and so watching it like i thought i thought about that that it was appropriate and it was like the first episode was kind of overacted it was a little bit too much um but it was it was fun. It was like kind of giving the people who were watching it what they wanted. The second, I feel like it kind of eased itself into being a little bit more serious. And by the end, like I agree that it was kind of terrible. The ending was awful. The last 10 minutes was awful. I would have redone that completely, but um, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I don't, I didn't hate it. I still really enjoyed it. I do not regret my six hours because it kind of satisfied a yearning I've had for, I guess since I was in high school, since this thing ended in the first place, um, just to kind of feel like I was spending time with these like TV friends of mine and I got to have that again for six hours. And it didn't matter how stupid the like across the universe reference was with the Logan and like the life and death brigade thing was with the Rory 
cemetery in the middle of the street in the middle of the night like that that was so lame but it was okay with me and like the yeah all of like Kirk's uber thing was so stupid but like it didn't bother me I I don't know I think I feel like I I went into it not taking it too seriously and because of that I wasn't that disappointed and see where my line crosses is where I felt like they're trying to make more money and I know yeah. I'm very cynical they've opened themselves up for a second series I don't like, think they're actually going to do it though why? I really don't think they'll do it you don't think so no I really don't. I hope they don't. Yeah. If like, they, if they, they don't do, need to keep it going. If they do, I won't watch it. I don't think God, it's necessary. No. And I honestly don't think they will. Yeah. I think the writers of the show so, are too smart for that. I don't I, think they'll actually do it. Yeah. And, I feel like they did a bad job on the nostalgia because half the damn show was in New York or London. Like, I want this whole goddamn thing in Stars Hollow. I want Taylor in every episode and more Kirk. In, in Stars Hollow? There was a lot... Know. Kirk. It was very heavy on the Kirk. <laughs> in the beginning, and then they took it, and they took him away. Mm-hmm. You're like, God, I'm tired of looking at Rory's face right now. No, I like the and end part with Kirk though. Like, I wish there was a Kirk spinoff series about Kirk as an all, event planner and all of his jobs. I would watch that shit every every single uh, episode. He has a different job. Yeah, I also think the guy that plays Kirk has gotten better looking with age. It's true. Oh, yeah, it is true. That's like Emily, he was in he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's why they gave him so much screen time is because they had to take him away from his fucking blossoming Marvel career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean he was just like a like a sidekick alien, right? Like he was. Yeah, but he also was a screen capture for Rocket Raccoon because Brad oh. Cooper paid enough to do that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Nice. So yeah. Um, well, Caroline and I have both agreed on one thing, even if we don't agree on the series is a whole was that the majorest thing was that Luke and Lorelai got married and it was so not about Luke and Lorelai. Yeah. Like they so yeah. glossed over the whole thing. That was the most frustrating thing. That Luke was- walked down the aisle when it was over with Rory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was the worst part of like the, whatever the like final four words, that the whole thing Didn't was matter. bullshit. Like, it, none of it mattered. Like, can we not just focus on the fact that Lorelai and, and Luke are actually getting- got married? Like that that's what that should have been about. Yeah. None of that no, nothing else should have been relevant at all. Yeah. It's really funny to be like for him and the whole surrogacy thing is like, I don't want to have sex with those women. Yeah. I don't wanna have sex with those <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. He's like, he's like, I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. Um Yeah. And and Lorelai, like at one point went off to like go find herself. Oh my god, the whole wild thing. Yeah. I Jesus Christ. Katie had terrible. explained to me what wild is. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know, like yeah. I don't know why I didn't know about it before, but yeah. Yeah. The thing that bothered me about that wasn't that they put it in the show. It was that I know people go out there and do that. Do it. <laughs> off cliffs, and um, like, I bought the same boots from the movie. <laughs> Two pairs. Can, 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 I bought I bought an eight, size eight and a size eight and a half. Size eight got stolen when I was in Costa Rica. I kept the size eight and a half, and I still own them. Mm. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm one of those people. Hmm. I don't think I would go there and do it, but that made me feel really shameful about myself. That whole part well, of that show. The the shameful part is like throwing your shoes, which are non biodegradable, into a natural reserve. That's true. 
sorry. No, it's all right. I yeah. I mean, they're leather. So, they're biodegradable eventually. It takes a couple hundred years. But... I don't know. They put a lot of crap in that leather. <laughs> so the moral is no more great. Stupid hippie. You crap in the, in the I don't forest. know. Those boots are expensive. I think right? that they're, they're really Don't expensive. do that. Yeah. So what was, what was the like best kind of like throwback moment in there? Like the best tribute that, that you guys can think of for like in that series that's a good question yeah um when taylor was talking and everyone suggested that he might not be heterosexual (laughs) i I felt like it was it was was mean and stereotypical but also kind of funny (laughs) because a lot of us wanted well and also like okay a bunch of strangers know a little more about your sexual orientation than you do that's a little (laughs) ridiculous but it it means they they were poking fun at the stereotypes Plus, I like Taylor. I like his sweaters. Yeah, he, he does have really <laughs> and his fussiness. He's so fussy. There's a in my hometown but, in Indiana. There's a um, an urban planner who's like Taylor Dosey. Like he's exactly Taylor. I would love Taylor. He'd be like my best bud. Him and him and Luke. I'd bring them together. Yeah, the and then we would form a fan club for Emily, and we'd all be in love the, with her. Yes, yeah, the, the subject tank. You better <laughs> um, well, it's um, it's Fed's dream to retire early and be the mayor slash owner of a small town on the East Coast. So I'm inviting anyone who's listening to this to come join our town in about <laughs> 30 years. Okay, you can have whatever business you want. <laughs> can I have a picture um, shop? I will be the first lady of the town, <laughs> um, and it'll be a magical paradise. I'll be the net that puts walls around the town. We've talked about this. This is true. Yep. <laughs> Not not because I'm racist, because I have apocalyptic fears. <laughs> Where? So what's the name of this town? Ooh. Oh, really we cute. hadn't thought of that We yet. haven't gotten like, there yet. Yeah, like well, Graphite Springs or something? Oh my I don't God. know. <laughs> Graphite Springs. Well, Feral's if, Hollow. <laughs> Feral's Hollow. Razor Falls. Razor Falls. We could... We could go to a place like near, um, yeah, near where there once were graphite mines and come up with a funny name. I don't know. We haven't thought about that. I thought we would just keep it the same as it is as we find it. But the plan is in five years to find the house, go there on the weekend and start building our roots so people like us enough to elect us into local government (laughs) when we're ready. And then by then everyone loves us already and then we can take over the town. Um, Yeah. And create our own tiny Stars Hollow minus Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Graphite Falls. Yes. Graphite Falls. I think that's perfect. We can totally <laughs> do that I, in like the Hudson Valley of New York. Yeah. I should yeah. get a position for that. I could be like, I could own the cafe and drink all my product. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. fine. And like, I already have a friend who can be the principal of the school. Um, I'm going to run the post office slash office supply store that's open two days a week. <laughs> slash the seasonal gift wrapping shop. I'm going to start start a large tech company in the outskirts of it. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> where, all of the jo- where all the jobs go. Yeah. yeah. Um, We're going to gentrify your town so hard. I'm a town librarian. Town librarian. That sounds good. Got a cover. Johnny's Jolts. Johnny's Jolts, man. <laughs> Boom. That's even That's better amazing. than my, my really good idea for a pancake shop and bookstore called Stacks. Ooh. Yeah. My, That's really my good. My ideal store is... A library combined with a bar. (laughs) 
So we might have a competition there. But they could come from mine to yours. So well, I mean, you can have them connected. We could build an adjoining door. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're hungry, you eat pancakes. (laughs) I. So I had an idea for a feminist strip club that I was going to start a few years ago in Baltimore. (laughs) At this really, really cool location from this pizza place that was like never going to open. I was like, I'm opening a feminist strip club there and I'm going to be the kingpin of this. And like, we wrote it all down. It was like really genius stuff. So it's going to happen. So, what, um, do tell, Tom, what's it called? I forgot. It was probably Dr. John. Wait, what something. makes it feminist? Yeah. Child care. Uh, oh my God. Have to have, have, to have a bachelor's degree. <gasps> The fact that you're insinuating that women can't be sexual, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. No, they have to be very sexual. <laughs> They're going to make me sexual. But not funny. with they've, they've, sexual. Yeah, they've got to do that. It'll be no, sexual, we intellectually, like, and physically. We were going to have, like, sexy librarian night. It's like um, poetry night. Moms of three night. This is know, getting weird. Guys. This is getting super yeah. weird. Yeah. We should talk about the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> this was Sorry, the- that was my fault. I like. <laughs> we were gonna yeah, it's Emily a nice Gilmore. idea, though, is it not? I'm just, like, seriously going to try to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, I thought that the series completely screwed over Luke. He had no pencils, his shirts didn't fit, and he had no good lines until the end. And really, they weren't that good. It's true. He well then, well Luke did that, were, Luke yes. does that thing that like like men do when they get older like it happened to Riker from Star Trek uh-huh. it happened I mean it happened to William Shatner from Star Trek too he just like his face just got a little whiter like like he just got like generally pr- like a little bit whiter yeah like not whiter whiter wider yeah so well, he, uh, he lost weight after they shot the damn thing oh did he. Yeah, like on his Instagram account, he's looking dead sexy. And then toward the end, he was like slimming down. I'm like, oh, dude, you like screw this up by a couple months. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I feel like they need to sh- they didn't need to shoot every scene again. Like people kept obviously screwing up their lines. Yeah. Like everything was like, oh, you really fucked that up. You need to do that like two more times. Except uh, Kelly Bishop, who nailed everything. Kelly Bishop was so good. And I like, I really even didn't mind the fact that she was being so much meaner than normal because if you look at it through the veil that she's like grieving yeah of course you're gonna go a little crazy when you're grieving of your husband of 50 years like do you think oh, they, that do you think this was all written after edward herman died i feel like yeah because I, I felt like i feel like him dying or like um Richard dying was like so integral to like Emily's development that like if they wanted to make this Gilmore Girls while he was still alive, it still would have been better if he was dead. Like not like the character. Yeah. Yeah. They either they either completely rewrote it or they wrote the entire thing after he died. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. I think like it probably came about once Netflix started producing original series and. Yeah. They got the license for Gilmore Girls and discovered how popular it was and, like, just straight data from people watching it. Yeah. Like, we can make this happen. I honestly don't think they cranked it out in that long of a period of time. They're fucking film on the Universal Studios backlot. Yeah. Well, then the Sherman Palladinos were like, well, like, RIP, like, Edward Herman. Like, what what do you suppose, like, Emily's life would be like without Richard Gilmore? And then, Yeah. yeah. She would be married to me. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm telling Frankie she's coming to my neck of the woods and I'm 
telling her about this. You can tell her. I told her. <laughs> she knows how, how it is. I mean, who wouldn't want to live with Emily? And yeah. where did she end up? Nantucket? Yeah, she's in yeah. a beautiful oh, house man. in Nantucket. I want to live there. Yeah, I'll invite you guys <laughs> over. Yeah, I could be her like lesbian younger lover to live in that house. I'd be okay with that. You yeah. could be one of her Latin American. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could but be. Bring I a ladder. Just no, you guys could just like be guests. I keep her very busy. She has no time for lovers. <laughs> wait, 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 uh, wait, Johnny. Bring a ladder. Johnny? She's a woman of a certain age, you know. She needs a rest. Excuse me, Johnny. <laughs> that guy in the show, the boyfriend, the boyfriend was he yeah. a boyfriend or not? Where did he go? He disappeared. Uh, I killed him. <laughs> he is in the trunk of my car right now, which is why I have like three air freshers going. Oh man! Oh my god! Baltimore man. I cut the motherfucker up. <laughs> that guy was like smarmy. Yeah. He was no, a goddamn slime bag. I skinned him. He's dead. End of story. <laughs> Dexter, textured him. Um, thank you guys are you guys think kidding. They redo she it on it. To get laid. It's fine. Yeah. I did I did like um kind of that funeral scene where Lorelai was like sitting around with like all the old people and telling Richard Gilmore stories. Like it was it was such to me that was kind of the classic like like mother mother daughter moment from the Gilmore Girls originally, like yeah, like she, yeah, she overreacted to it, yeah, and which is totally part of that same thing. So to me, that was very like throwback, like the just the weird conflict that resulted from somebody just like not not thinking about the like thinking properly. I don't know. I didn't mean to get serious again after we were talking about murdering this guy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That, that fun, scene, man. though, like when they're like talking about that at the wake, that made me so angry. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a weird like situation to get in it anyway. Yeah. On the spot, much it's like an introvert's worst nightmare. Hey, talk about your dead father, right? Yeah. Here, like, and also, you're kind of drunk. Yeah. Perform like, perform for us like some story right away. Yeah. I'd probably like, she went there though. I don't know. Oh, hey, Courtney said, Courtney telling I know. Man, Courtney just goes, Did you guys catch that in Lorelai's happy memory of her dad? She went to the movies with Richard and saw a movie that Kelly Bishop was in. Yeah. Was it Dirty Dancing? No. 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 Was she in Dirty Dancing? Kelly Bishop was the mom. I can't watch that movie. I really, really. (laughs) She was Jennifer Beals' mom? Holy shit. She was, it was an, it was an unmarried woman. Oh, wait. Courtney says they went to see an unmarried woman. Uh, yeah. Which she had just watched on Netflix. Oh, K- Kelly Bishop is so young in that film. Johnny, it's on Netflix. No, that, we'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> no, that, that moment with Lorelai and her mom, though, when she told her that, I bawled yeah. like a child. I was, yeah. yeah I cried. Like I cried like, it, it was, it was, yeah. And Emily's, that was an Emily's reaction to it was really great. Like, like when when Lorelai called her and Emily was just like, because because you could imagine that you know it was it happened a long time ago, but it was basically like something they did to subvert Emily. You could I could see her like still getting up in arms about it, but she understood and she was glad. Yeah, it was a perfect moment. Mm-hmm. She was still in bed. Well, you didn't see it was me under the covers. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, but, you're ruining the perfect yeah, moment. He's ruining I, think I, crossed everything. A, I crossed the line. Johnny's ruining everything. <laughs> and you have to start wondering, is he kidding? Oh, <laughs> uh, Johnny, this is all fiction. It's fiction. <laughs> That's what we tell you. Yeah, and it's called Gilmore Girls, not the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, uh, that was... 
that was definitely eye rolly like oh is this really just a script is this like roseanne like the end of roseanne where it was just Rory's well, you're writing, writing a story with... about your life that we're watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was a little cringe. <laughs> yeah, cringe. I'm so sorry. I, when I saw that, I immediately thought of this. This like some sort of like business website magazine emailed asking us our opinion on like Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, whatever. Like whatever that weekend sales are. Yeah. Um and. My re- she was also somebody who was a customer, and my response was, "I will be in Cleveland watching Gilmore Girls with my mom on Black Friday. <laughs> Our shop will be closed." And she like quoted me as saying that, but she did say <laughs> the like the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and I read that, and that was the only thing I could see was the like the the yeah. before Gilmore Girls. And I didn't I didn't like email to correct it, but I should, probably should have. <laughs> we would like and then to when I saw correction. that like, on the show, that like made me laugh so hard because that was something that happened like two days prior. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I um, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad. I, I also just wanted to like shake Rory when she was just like mad that her mother was not giving her like like license right. to do that. Yeah. It's like of course she wouldn't. Like that's like you got to respect that. Rory's the worst. Rory's the worst. She is. She was a terrible person since like season five. Yeah. He was mine yeah, first. No. You're a terrible, yeah, right. terrible person. The thing with Paul was just straight wrong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was like. Why did they it do It was that? a gag. Like I understand why it was a gag, but, but it was, it was such mean. Such a mean, so spirited gag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about like Suki's weird little appearance that happened? <sighs> That just wasn't, it just didn't seem. That was okay. You think so? I think so. I think, like, out of context, like, knowing how famous Melissa McCarthy is now and that she didn't, wasn't, like, signed on to do this originally, and, like, that was kind of a last minute thing. Like, I think that's okay. I also think that the storyline, though it was a little bit unbelievable, was, like, kind of okay. Like, I get that maybe Suki would be at Blue Hill Farm, like, yeah. studying vegetables. It's, like, a real thing that exists. So, yeah. I, I don't I don't I, know. I did I like how they watch ke- Rachel Ray. Yeah, I did I did like how they kept kicking out like famous chefs. <laughs> like, do I smell sandwich? Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a good way of like playing with that a little bit. But yeah. yeah. I could totally see like in like if Gilmore Girls were real life, I could totally see Suki leaving the inn to go to Blue Hill Farm. If she were to go anywhere, that's the right place. But it was just such like a weird little moment. It was almost like I don't know, like this is really geeky in, in Star Wars when like Luke's trying to summon the force and then Obi-Wan Kenobi's ghost like comes back and talks to him and it doesn't really like belong anywhere in the movie, but it just happened. <laughs> it was almost like Suki's ghost came back and like gave her her blessing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like her presence yeah. wasn't actually there. It like was she, like, yeah. Remember like she her? Made a, she yeah. made a million cakes and then she like <laughs> exhibited her superhuman like feet of smell. And then, yeah, I don't know. It was. Yeah. I, I guess I do understand. Yeah, yeah. They they did express like, you know, it was clear that you know she she's famous and she can't like nail down those re- recording dates. And I think they got her signed on kind of last minute. And it very clearly was like yeah. added added into the script. It felt like. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Even Jackson was only in an episode for yeah yeah yeah. They didn't work for like I always thought he was seconds. one of the coolest people on the show. Yeah, it drove me nuts sometimes, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I love him. Come on, Don Suki, Suki, 
Wait, St. James and a Brussels sprouts. That was really funny. <laughs> Brussels sprouts, got the Brussels sprouts. Every time I make Brussels sprouts, I say that. I thought that the whole thing with Garla and Michelle was very satisfying, though. Yeah. That he wanted to move on. Like, yeah. That was a, a situation that seemed very, one of the more real yeah. scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. That meant f- the, the whole thing with them in the secret bar, like the secret bar was really The amazing. secret bar <laughs> was so good. Yeah. The Stars Hollow secret bar. The secret bar where Lane and Zach play. Yeah. <laughs> like, like soft jazz or whatever. Yeah. Uh. Well, guys, should we should we wrap this up? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. We've been. Um, All right. One last question. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Is there going to be a season two? Yes or no, Andy? <sighs> I'm afraid I'm going to have to be a, pem- a, a no. feminist pessimist and uh, look at Netflix. I'm going to say yes. Johnny. Uh. I'm going to let what I want to happen cloud my judgment and say, please, no, no. <laughs> because uh, they, no. they're going to have to start it over do seven seasons. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Just the next generation. Well, no more, circle, no more girls like, the next generation. Oh, here's this other self-centered oh woman and her baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline for the show. Caroline <laughs> says no. I say no. Yeah. Okay. I really think no. Okay. I I hope so. I hope no. With Johnny in that I hope no, but nostalgia whoring is the big thing yeah, these days. Totally. I feel like they're gonna do one more. Yeah. So I yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm that's what I'm thinking we'll too. Like I don't want it no. to be a, I don't want it to be a yes, but <clears throat> all right. So, <laughs> well, well, on that sour note, <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch, it's a long episode. I know. We uh, well, this is like two episodes. There's one after. Well, that. I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah, it's it's important. We're doing God's work, guys. Hopefully, we'll never <laughs> have to talk about it again. <laughs> We're doing the work that the Gilmore Guys podcast will not do. We should do one about Stranger Things when season two comes out. Ooh. Yeah. Caroline yes. and I haven't watched that yet. Okay. Yeah, I watched really? the first episode. Yeah. Oh, so good. Maybe Car- we'll watch it tonight. Caroline, and not you didn't. Sleep. You didn't grow up in Indiana, right? No, I grew up in Southeast Ohio. Okay. But my mom is from Northern Indiana, so I spent a lot of time there. I feel like Southeast, like Southeast Ohio, might be similar, like Hawkins, Indiana, the way, like the little town that they. Yeah. That it's take- like very similar vibes. Yeah. For sure. So, like it feels like the same place. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Stranger Things. That's awesome. That's a good idea. We could talk about my love for Winona Ryder. Oh boy. No, no, Johnny. The no. <laughs> Johnny's not invited. We talk about Winona Ryder ever. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Beetlejuice came out when I was eight. I was formative age. Oh my God. You guys were not born yet. Excuse no. me. How old are you? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay, I'm 29. Yeah. I'm not I, was, you I was four I years old when you were eight, Johnny. I... Shut up. <laughs> I had I'm to shave my beard off because it's not brown anymore. It's gray. <laughs> yeah, I'm 26 soon. Now we're 26. Thank you to Anne Sipe and to Courtney Cochran for being yeah, the only ones who stuck around through. for all of this. Woo! Next time we do a Gilmore Girls thing, Courtney, you're totally 
Hungry. Yeah, Corny's really was, good at this. That was the most like insightful. Yeah. Commentary. Yeah, you almost were better at talking about Gilmore Girls than yeah. we Not so, were. Yeah, definitely were. <laughs> cool. All right, everybody. Good it's night. good. Good, good chat. Night. Good night. Bye. Did you even eat dinner yet, Andy? Nope. <laughs> Not oh. yet.